Hey everybody, how y'all doing? I am Ben. And this is Dak. And together we are the guys who did this. And today we will be continuing our journey through the Expanse series uh, with book four, Cibola Burn, chapters 21 through 27. Cool. Uh, a warning, we will be covering adult subjects and discussing spoilers for both the books and the show. Heck yeah. Great. Well, I would do a little intro, but we talked for a long time before this, so we don't really have anything else to discuss, do we? No, let's just jump into it. We're sorry we were gone. If you're listening to this in sequence, we've been busy. <laughs> I'm moving. Dax taking classes. <laughs> Life. Life is happening. We're working on it. We're freaking working we're on it. We're doing our best. We gotta Don't do cry. A, we gotta it's do a okay. bonus episode. <laughs> oh no! Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Um. So yeah, we're gonna hop right into it here. Chapter twenty-one. Again, this is book four. Cibola. Cibola burn. Cibola. Chipotle. They canceled. Is it like a? <laughs> By who? Who is canceling me in that situation? <laughs> Kidoba. Wow. Oh, I don't care about Kidoba, Kidoba burn. <laughs> All right, keep going. <laughs> you cannot name this book Kidoba Burn. <laughs> that would be... I kind of like that, actually. That's kind of a good name. So okay. I think we said this already, but it's a... Wait. It's... The name of the book? Spanish the name for a town conquered by... It's it's one of the legendary cities of gold. Oh, yeah. There we go. I, I, that was off the dome. I just remember that from when we started. Yeah, the seven cities of Chibola. Right. No, no, no. Chibola is, or is it, is it Ch? Is it like a, that's what, I guess that's what I was getting at. Isn't is that, that how you pronounce that? Isn't that how a lot of, uh, I guess a lot of Spanish words. Cibola. I think it might be an S. I, I don't think it's, so it's oh, over. We lost also it. Also, it's Cibola. It's sometimes with a V-O-L-A, Cibola. I'm thinking that's a soft S. C oh, wait, no, that's different. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Cabola or Cibola? It's gotta be Cibola. Yeah, the S S I. Uh, I think. Yeah, S, S E E B U H L U H. Cibola burn. Let's go. Okay. Well, that was fun. Cibola burn. Wow. <laughs> and the episode Atti right attitude. there. I think that was good. Turn that frown upside down, brother. <laughs> uh, Baja. My man is in handcuffs. Uh, if you remember, Pinky. at the end of... No, not in that way. Um, <laughs> at the end of the last chapter of the last episode, um, many people were murdered. Uh, maybe not the very last chapter, but it was close to that. Uh, a lot of the... Colin... No, 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 no. A lot of the people living in First Landing, the uh, quote-unquote natives, um, who are not natives, uh, were... <laughs> <laughs> who were plotting to attack the RCE crew were murdered by that very same RCE crew as they had them basically surveilled appropriately and jumped the gun on them. Baja lived, but the Murtry and crew did know that he was part of that group, so they want him. A, they were going to arrest him and take him out of the, their ship, but Holden took... Uh, essentially took captive of him for the UN to, like, go to trial. You know, Holden loves trials. He must so. stand trial. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that is why Baja is in handcuffs, mainly for the appearance of fairness for for all here. Um, the the there's a you know the big group with uh, all a lot of the first landers. He's there with the Jim and Murtry and um, what is, Carol. We're Carol. all also there, the, the leaders of the three factions. Um, and he's with his family, Jasic and L- Lucia? Lucia. I think it's Yasik, isn't it? Is it? I think it's Yasik. Is that how they say it in the book? Yep. Oh, wow. I never would have guessed that. Yasik. Yeah, it's like, uh, what is that? I don't even know. Isn't that like Swedish or is it, or is it yeah. German? Do yeah. the Germans pronounce it like that? Yeah. Yaging. Uh, Baja and Yasek. I, I mean, they remember familiar. They both sound like. Well, remember Belters is a mixture of like every single. Right. Whatever. So right. Who knows? They, they, do, they do sound like. I, the names sound like familiar roots, though. It, it's not like they sound like crazy different, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, fair. Um. Okay, Yasek. Um, I just think it's a, it's a, sorry. <laughs> my, did my, did my American come out too strongly there? <laughs> well, you, uh, you know, I'm, Yasek. All, I'm always, Yasek. Uh, about how you Get pronounce the words. Get in there, Yasek. Yeah, we know your pronunciation, man. Um, okay, so Yasek and, uh, Lucia and Baja are all very sad because Baja is leaving in handcuffs. Naomi lands the Rossi, they lift off, and they blast out of orbit. Uh, and it only takes a little a little bit of time. A couple minutes doesn't actually take that long. But uh, Baj is a little confused. He he asks Naomi if he's a prisoner. And I, he just in general is like, I what what do I do now? Do I just do I have a cell? Am I chilling? What's mm-hmm. going on? Naomi's like, you're free to roam. Like Holden said that you tried to save him. So, you know, we, we kind of know that you're not, like, a at least a horrible person at the very least, and they're not going to, like, try and hurt us. So she also says that we've had prisoners before, which is funny. They they have had prisoners before. Nah. So um, you're not our first. You know, <laughs> uh, that he and she also tells him that he has his own room. Um, she's going up to the ops deck and says that he can join. Also, he drops that he was actually a welder back in the day. So, and uh, Naomi and Alex are like, oh, welder. Hello, our welder's been down on the planet for however many days. So they're like, we could maybe use a little bit of that. Um, and after Baja settles in a little bit, they, they head up and talk to Alex. Uh, Alex and Naomi are clearly getting much more worried about a lot of energy spikes around the planet that are happening, which are happening due to those machines trying to quote unquote wake up uh that we that we ran into earlier in this book and potentially other things who knows we don't know we don't know what all these energy spikes are but they be happening all over and they're getting more frequent which seems bad not good Uh, we also learn that naomi and alex have quickly figured out that the, that RCE has disabled one of their shuttles and essentially <laughs> made a bomb. Naomi, Naomi's like straight up like that's a bomb. Like she's just my, my girl is so smart. And I was like, <laughs> one wow, time. that makes perfect sense. Um, 
And they call Holden, they're like, okay, hey, uh, they made a bomb into the ship, and we have a couple plans. We could shoot it and blow it up, which would be very a provocative act, but it would take it off the board. Or Naomi can fly over through space with a personal little Eva pack, put a little, like, kill switch on it, which I, I don't know how it would work, but it was essentially she could just, like, yeah. put this thing on activate it whenever and it would kill the reactor whenever she needed to um and holden didn't really agree to the first one doesn't really agree to this but then eventually does agree to this because there's not really a whole lot of risk um <laughs> that we know of at the moment so they do agree to do this he's like all right yeah fly over put that kill switch on baja's surprised by this he's like you you know aren't you supposed to be a mediator and it's it's fun to get reminded of Baja's viewpoint of this because like we we know that they're not very uh they're they're not they're pretty partial to the the first landing people for the most part but yeah I guess Baja's still confused about them kind of being more on their side than RC's side uh but Naomi says that choosing to let people kill each other is a choice that they do not make here great we love Naomi and that is the end of chapter 21 my notes on this chapter. I, we needed Naomi in this book. Yeah. Her presence was missed. She's too smart. She's too cool. Everyone was freaking out. We get Naomi back finally. We're like, oh, thank God. You really do need more Naomi. That is the one uh, downfall, I think, of this book. Less Naomi. I, totally, I didn't even She's realize. She's out of the equation for most of it. I know. I know. I didn't realize until I read this chapter. And I was like, wow. Naomi's great, and I totally missed her. I didn't her. know what I was missing. <laughs> so that was that was good. Yeah, ho- hopefully she doesn't. Uh, hopefully nothing bad happens to Naomi soon. That would <laughs> suck. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be so sad. It, it would maybe take her out of the book even you know more again. I mean she's in it, but you know, not in, not no, in as active a position. Um, the shuttle plot was very easily sniffed out by Naomi. I'm not sure. I th- they figured it out because like they they weren't using it to do shuttle runs they were only and using it's just one floating out in space it's just floating out there not moving it's like, huh. so I, it's it seems like they didn't really think through that plan of hiding this not thing suspicious seems, at all even if naomi wasn't able to be like oh that's a bomb she probably they probably would have easily been able to be like oh that they're clearly doing some shit yeah. on that ship like what is going on i there? was gonna say i think they should they should have just kept it on the ship but then they have a bomb on their ship so that's probably why they didn't do that um yeah but yeah they kept it yeah oh that's probably why they figured out that yes yeah yeah because it's like they're like it's just it floating away. there yeah yeah <laughs> menacingly yeah literally menacingly so um yeah we have another prisoner on the rossi figuratively who oh melba melba was our last prisoner on the rossi was no she um yeah, I don't like that you call her that. It's uh Oh sorry, I can't Clarissa. Clarissa, Clarissa Mao. But yeah, Clarissa was the last one. Uh was there anybody else? I'm sure Bass I was wasn't to think a prisoner. Any... Uh no, they mean, did mention how they like went on like basically pirate Rex. crusades for the uh Oh right. For the OPA. So they probably had some prisoners then. They were um, but they're probably Yeah, they were. They're probably alluding to more to um Clarissa, so Rax should have been a prisoner the way he acted. And Clarissa also like was a prisoner, but I'm pretty That's... sure also had full reign of the ship, so yep. yeah. Um and then my last my last quick note is that they're 
they're clearly kind of like starting to shuffle some pieces around for the later stages of these books. We've got Baja now up on the Rosinante. Um, you know, once some of these later things start happening, it's just uh, we're setting stuff up, we're setting stuff up. Yes, sir. No one else is about to be moving shortly. Everyone's moving. Um, yeah, good stuff. Uh, now we get to uh, the real hero in this book. <laughs> Please don't say that, Mister Havelock. Oh my god. The one and only. Uh, yeah, so Havelock is back on uh, the ship. Is it? Is it the... what? I keep mixing up the names of the ships. One's the Barbara the Edward. Cola, and one's the... the... Edward Israel. Edward Israel. There we go. Um, so Havelock's on the, the Edward Israel, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. We just we just discussed this like two seconds ago. Um, and he's watching the news about uh, everything going down. Um, and he's uh, ready to go on another training with his little militia group. Um, it was funny. He was warning them of panic and euphoric attacks, and about how like when you get out into space, if you're not a belter, you can be like, "Whoa, space! I need to get out of here." <laughs> um, which I can imagine that'd be that'd be pretty nuts. Uh, just being out in space. Um, and euphoric attacks, which apparently you just get super happy and feel like you can rule the universe. I, nice. I was gonna look up if that was a real thing or not. I never did. I'm gonna. You should. You should. Fa- we should have done Science Tuesday on euphoric attacks. That would have been the move. Um, but no, this is fine. Uh, so I think. I'll... Yes. It's just. It's just. How anxiety can sometimes cause euphoria. I mean, it seems like it's like a... Euphoria after panic attacks? Interesting. It, it, it seems like it's probably like related to like being bipolar, potentially, or like... Getting so happily aroused that you yeah, can't like breathe to the point where it feels mania. like a panic attack. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing, yeah, mania. Um, And that makes sense i mean it doesn't it i can't i don't i don't have it doesn't them. seem like a thing that's typically it, it, that's true it doesn't seem like it's a, like a commonly discussed thing yeah um, yeah but i guess I it's like it's, been, a, it's just a runaway train in the other direction i wonder if it's been reported like in astronauts before i wonder if that's where they got that from uh it's okay i'll i'll you can keep going right. i'll well, he warns them about that. He also warns them that uh, mag boots only work so so far, and you could fall to Earth and die, uh, which is a little, another little foreshadowing, maybe a little bit, kind of. Mm. Um, uh, and then also shows them the grappling guns, which, um, again, why, I don't know why he's giving these dudes grappling guns, but it turns out that they would uh, use them maybe. Uh, so the plan was that he has two teams. One was trying to get to the emergency airlock. One was defending it. Um, so Havelock, Havelock was leading a team and they were attempting to get to the airlock and they were going to do it behind the shadow of Illus during the kind of, we'll call it the night of when the ship's uh, rotating around. Um, but these nights aren't that long. Um, Havelock kind of missed time the night. So it wasn't, 
as long as they wanted. Uh, and he had everybody turn off all his lights. Um, but they still had little indicator lights on and some smarty was like, oh, I'll just shoot my little indicator light with my gun and that will like cover it up. Uh, but the second he did that, um, it kind of alerted the other team to where they were because he just shot this freaking paintball gun. Uh, and they got absolutely murdered. Um, but after this, well, murdered in paint. After this, um, they see something going on at the the little bomb ship. And they're like, what the nut is that? And it turns out to be a person in a uh, a little evac suit, Martian uniform, working on the barbacola. Who could that be? Could be anyone. We're all looking for the guy who did that. Um, but we, we, we know it's Naomi. Uh, and the militia is, is, is like, let's go kick their ass. To which Havelock is a little smarter and actually has experience and says, you know, we have paintball guns and that person up there could have a real gun and would literally just mow them all down without like it would it would be a joke. Um, But luckily for them, Naomi, as we know, doesn't carry guns. uh, So that wasn't an issue. And. The militia went to go get Naomi. Naomi tried to flee with her evac suit. But remember those grappling guns? Uh, the the people uh, start shooting grappling guns at her. Eventually wrap her up um, as she's running away and are able to pull her in after, you know, it's kind of that thing you get hit with one and then it, you're easier to hit for the next and it pulls them all in. Um, mm-hmm. And they, uh, they capture her. And then Havelock is mainly just like, wow, that could have gone so wrong, and these people don't even know it. <laughs> um, but they they uh, they got Naomi Nagata. Um, so, this is sad and interesting for a few reasons. One, we're, again, bringing Naomi out of the equation. Um, so that's that's pretty, pretty wild. Um, the... It also begs to question what they're going to do with Naomi. So the first thought is you can kind of make Holden do what you want, but then also they still got the Rosinante, which can blow up everything. So it's it's a little like you're you're kind of at a standstill. You have a nice card to play for the RCE, but it's not uh you're you're kind of still outmatched at this point. Um yep. And then it kind of reiterates how like just wild these uh this militia members are. Um and yeah, they they just go for it. So could come Always. into play later, could not, I don't <clears throat> know. I will say that training militias never backfires. <laughs> I don't think it's yeah, ever always backfired. Always a good idea throughout history. In the history of humanity, never once have I heard of a militia turning against either the person who created it or against the community that, you know, they're they're right. in. Or just makes the you the person who created it looks bad. Like Yep. It's just it's never a good Although Or just never gets created... the militia like murdered and then it's like, yeah. well Yeah, there's not really many successful militias that I mean, unless you count like, would like the United States rebellion, rebellion, revolution? They were, they were, I mean, yes, kind they of. were. It mainly was militias for because we didn't have a standing army until for a long time until they started putting one together. 
So, um, yeah. But yeah, just that one uh, at least was I'm more I'm thinking less about like militias to like the American Revolution ones where it was like each town has yeah, their yeah, own yeah. militia that they send to to wars and shit like that, but more like here's our I don't know, it just seemed Arming I, random people to go do things. Yeah, you, essentially, yes. Like I, I literally Bay what I what I think of we me we're from Michigan, if that wasn't clear, in the United States. And at one point in the last few years, there was a plot to like kidnap our governor, and I, that's immediately what I think of when I when I see like these guys. Yeah. Every every time. Every time. Uh, did you find anything about the uh, euphoric attacks? Yep. See a plot to ki- kidnap our governor. Um. I didn't find anything good. Uh, stuff for for freaking Euphoria kept coming up the TV oh, show. Oh, that would do it. Oh, so I was damn I was having, you, Euphoria. I was and there's like a lot of drugs and shit in Euphoria, so it was. It's not an easy. It's not an easy. Google so search. when I looked up Euphoric attacks, actually, like a quote from the book came up. Wow! Uh, if you start feeling wonderful and powerful, like you've seen the face of God, you're having a euphoric attack. <laughs> That's from this book. That's what we just read. Yeah, it might be the only time it's mentioned. Um. Cool. Wait. According to NASA report, euphoric feelings often involve new insights. Oh, so space euphoria does seem like a thing. Space euphoria? Is that what they call space it in real life? Space euphoria. Um, maybe. This is not like a scientific article. Um, the overview effect? But it does... Yes! Ah! This you is find it. it? The overview effect is a cognitive shift in awareness reported by some astronauts during space flight. Space flight. It is the experience of seeing firsthand the reality of the Earth and space. Well, uh-huh. this is a little different. This is a little different. Um, the effect may also invoke a sense of transcendence and connection with humanity as a whole. But it does sound similar, I will yeah, say. Yeah, I think you're just like, what the hell? This is all there is? And yeah, that does sound crazy. And like it could invoke some strong emotions. The wild. After Apollo 8 astronaut William Anders, December 1968, Earthrise photograph of the Earth from lunar over orbit, uh, the Apollo missions were credited with inspiring the environmental movement. Wow. With the first Earth Day being held two years later in 1978. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, I guess that would like really put it in perspective. It's like the first oh, time shit. you're like, "Wow, are we are all on this rock together? We should probably take care of it." Right. Um. Yeah. Makes sense. Huh. Yeah, that would that would actually be like a huge shift in mindset. I feel like because just like thinking about like living life and then realizing, yeah, wow, I'm having a brain blast. <laughs> There's a lot of like astronauts that have like discuss like having some sort of this effect nice michael collins apollo 11 the thing that really surprised me was that the earth projected an air of fragility and why i don't know i don't know to this day i had a feeling it's tiny it's shiny it's italian beautiful um it's fragile literally that's the end of the quote it's fragile (laughs) as he put his fingers together at the ref nice Um, yeah okay that was that's not actually what the euphoria effect is but cool um it was a cool little thing wild so we you have one more All right, do you want to do this one do you the, want me to do the it interlude yeah it reaches out it reaches out it reaches, it reaches, out. Out. It reaches out it reaches out um what is, 
What does it do next? It turns shit on. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so apparently, I don't have the exact quotes written here. I probably should have. But basically, it discussed, like, finding things and, like, poking around and turning shit on. So it seems that Miller, like, Miller, Miller in quotation marks, the proto-molecules, like, investigating and, like, poking around, which is causing things to turn on. Yep. Um, so actually, they would have been totally fine had Holden not showed up. <laughs> uh, right. But he did. would not have been waking up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, he's waking it up. Uh, you hear more voices of people, like, remembering random shit and saying random things. I question about yes. that. What? What is going on there? Um, I think it's just, it's again, the proto-molecule has, like, basically become all those people. Like, it's using... It's implying that these are people from, like, Eros? Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like swallowed up all those people's consciousness. Like I'm not saying their consciousness in there and the proto molecules conscious, but it like has all that info, um, and just like sense. yeah, using it. Uh, it's yeah, it's kind of weird to think about, but yeah, basically, like who's to say if that's a person or not? It's not, but mm-hmm. who's to say? Uh, but then it also finds a cyst. It says a shadow where nothing is, and it's killing things off. Um, so yeah, this is a pretty big, uh, pretty big foreshadowing to what, uh, the main characters might find later when they it go says searching that it's in real not, life. Specifically, it says it is not aware that the space exists, that when it reaches into the space, it dies. Yes. So the motor, proto molecule like is doing its thing. It's shooting out all these yep. uh, things. I, I don't know exactly what they are or, or if they signals, really who exist. knows? They clearly exist in some way because things are it's turning, turning on. shit on. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't actually. It's just straight up dying when it goes into this place. Miller doesn't understand it because he has no frame of reference. It is for kind that, of interesting because we don't get back to this until a lot I don't later. Know I'm pretty shit sure about this. I don't know anything about this. Uh, but I mean, we get we get more of it later in the book, and right, it's right. I mean, pretty clear. But um. I don't really remember what's going on with it, this, to be honest. I mean, you don't really hear more about this till the, like the very last books. Uh, but, gotcha. but basically, yeah, this space is Miller or the Proto is reaching in, and it, it's just dying. So uh, weird stuff. Um, it's interesting. And maybe a clue. Miller's like Miller Proto Brain is going. <laughs> oh yeah, baby, we got. Here it. we go. We finally found something. Yep. So um, a clue. Pretty big clue. Detective. I mean, um, chapter. I mean, he literally found it. Keep going. Twenty-three. Yeah, he did it. He's doing it. This is he why the protomolecule. Why is he hired Miller? <laughs> you don't just stop sure. when you found a clue. That's not the job. Isn't to find the clue. That's the. I mean, the he kind of found. You gotta solve the case. I mean, it's like crack, if you have somebody. You're like sending agents to walk into doors, and then you find a door that people keep dying, and it's like. I guess you go in and look. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Well, I think he... Well, because he knows that he's dying, but he doesn't... He still hasn't found out, like, what it is or what's killing He's still only, like, a weird, like, non-living proto-molecule And he's still trying to find the actual, like, people, the proto-molecule makers, to say. My brain hurts. Okay. Chapter 23. Holden. Uh, ironically, Holden tries to summon Miller, but he, but he can't do it. Summon. 
I just think of Miller, Magic the Gathering. Miller is <laughs> no, oh no, uh, but he's not able to to summon Planeswalker Miller. Um, he thinks about how Illus, the planet, is becoming more and more familiar, and it's that it's kind of kind of reminds him of Earth, of home, of Montana, Montana, with the wide open spaces. Um, Holden thinks about sadly thinks about how all the planets they discover will probably become like Earth one day. Which he thinks is a little sad. And uh, they might be a little different, but they'll probably start developing in the same way. Uh, while he's pondering life, the universe, he gets a call from Alex, who tells him that Naomi has been caught on the mission to put the kill switch on the ship bomb. And Holden's like, oh, shit, did Amos talk to you already? And I believe Alex says yes. But either way, Holden runs into town uh, and he runs straight to the RCE headquarters because he knows that Amos is probably taking matters into his own hands. And he is right. Uh, Amos has holded Murtry against the wall at gunpoint. <laughs> There's four RCE security people all aiming guns at him. And we begin... Uh, reviewing the situation, Holden and Murtry. Holden kind of calls Amos off. They we get even more of the Amos saying, "I will kill you. <laughs> I will. I will shoot you one day. I will find you." He's Amos is literally doing the um. Taken. My name is Diego. My name is Diego oh. Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Yeah, that's what just over and over. Um, but uh, Murtry is a little shook up, but he hides it really well. Holden's like, damn, this man is shook, but he doesn't really show it. It's kind of, Holden's like, damn, spooky. Um, and they do begin discussing the situation. Holden's like, hey, like, you you created a bomb that I needed to take out because that was a threat to all of us. And if, you know, blah, 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 blah. Merch is like, I was simply defending my property. Property rights is what Merch wow. said. Um, and... Um, <laughs> I need that bomb for self-defense. And, <clears throat> and um, Holden's like, all right, you give me back Naomi. And what is he? Does he say you can keep the bomb or what does he say? Actually, wait, what's the deal that he tried to make? It made sense. Is it a deal? I thought he just oh, like, give me your back. Yeah, you're right. Disable the shuttle. Give me Naomi back. Let's see if we can find a way to stop the escalation. Because yeah. they're talking about how like they keep reacting to each other. They keep escalating problems. Nothing's at this rate. Holden's right. Like I, that's what keeps things keep getting more tense. People are just gonna start dying if stuff keeps going this way, and it's clear that Mercury wants that, and Holden doesn't want that. So, eh. um, they kind of end this situation. They don't really have, you know, they do the classic thing. Holden's like, "You've killed these people." Our uh, Mercury's like, "I, we, you know, we all of our half of our people died." What it's just mean? like a lot of finger pointing, name yeah. calling. Lots of death so far. Um, and yeah, nothing really gets solved, but Murtry does exude his creepy vibe throughout. As he's leaving, he's walking through the darkness towards back towards camp. Or, you know, the, maybe not camp. That's probably <laughs> offensive to say. Towards the town, um, Miller appears and gives him the lowdown on the fun void space that he's found that he wants to go visit far to the north. Um, Miller, Miller grabs Holden's upper arm and Holden's like, it's like creeped out because it feels real, but he knows it's not. And so his brain does is, is messed up. 
which is fun. But he Miller, you know, he he is trying to explain what this planet is and kind of like what this little space is and what it might mean. And the 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 gist of the thing is that this whole you know, there shouldn't be any place on this planet that I cannot go to, that I cannot get into and activate. Um, which I don't think Holden really understands that Miller's the one turning shit on yet. I don't know if he figures that out, but he might. Um, but Miller's like, there's two possibilities here for this like weird spot that I can't into. One is that it's like broken in some way, which is fine. But second is that like a, this is like a clue to what killed the proto molecule makers, and it's like still here, and we could go look at it. And Holden's like, ooh, I don't like that hard pass <laughs> um but it is holden and he is he is curious and he wants to go and he's like miller says something interesting free will left the conversation for me a while back but that's where the clues are you should come with it's going to happen eventually anyway wow. which is funny <laughs> it's like if i'm holding them be like uh what do you mean <laughs> but um so and and he just what what Miller really means is just like Holden Holden likes to do this shit and he's he's right I mean he he can probably be like nope this doesn't seem fun but Holden's interested in, in doing this stuff um so yeah that's that's the uh, that's the crew he does tell Miller that he will be working to get Naomi back first but then they can go explore the the death the death void space um after this he. Talks to Amos again, and Amos is once again saying, "This ends in blood." I, if the foreshadowing were, were any stronger, like we've already we already had the fight, like the fight would have been at the beginning of the book. But you know, <laughs> it, it's uh, they're making it they're making it plain as day what the the showdown will be at the end of this book. Um, but yeah, he does. Uh, he he reviews with Amos like what the situation is with Naomi. They're gonna do. They're gonna have some communications with the Edward Israel that are not very friendly, and they're going to go from there tomorrow. They're gonna try and get Naomi back, and they're gonna go try and find the void base. Nice. I don't know if that actually happens tomorrow. It seems like that happens way further, but maybe I'm getting confused about the timeline here. Nice. Yeah. Brutal. Not a lot of notes. Kind of went through them as I talked through that one. Um, yeah, I mean, we just get the they escalate like all the cards are on the table now, and we're uh, I feel like right. we're already in the office Mexican standoff where everybody's like pointing guns at each other. Like, well, literally, we just were. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that's everyone was pointing guns at each other. So, yeah, it's not going to get better. The tension just gets higher. I feel like soon. That's what these. Books are really good at is, you know, that's the one thing that I always think about when I reread these books is like, damn, we are less than halfway through this book. And I feel like we're already like at a breaking point. It does but do it like a really going high and going like, and yeah. going. Yeah. Like it's like uh, that never ending stair climb or like the music is like, dun, yes. dun, 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 dun. yeah, so, just keep going. I think up. that's why the I think that's why the show is so good, because it's it's just able to continue. And it's like, like why it, it's similar to like why like Game of Thrones is good, right? Like every episode. Just keeps crank it up, crazier and crazier. Yep. Whoa. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. 
I mean, speaking of crazy, we have Ellie. Ellie's fucking nuts. I did not remember how nuts she is. Ellie is Man, losing she's... it. She's oh losing God, it. dude. She's losing it. That that song is Elvie right now. Um, we go to Elvie, who's having a dream about being late to turn in research at the university, um, which turns into a sex dream with James Holden. We've all been there. Uh, and I actually, like, this is, I don't think I've ever had a nightmare turn into a good dream, really. We've all had a sex dream about James Holden. It's I mean okay. that, but it's, I don't know. Every time I, I'm like, have a class that I didn't go to class all year, and now I have to take the test. It never turns out good. Um, but no, this one turned out well for uh, Miss LV, but uh, she is rudely waking up by Fias. Um, which, <laughs> did LV really say this? This next quote I have here If this isn't important, I'll rip your throat and piss down your lungs. I think she thinks that, right? I, Maybe. I'm- I think she says, wait, I think she says that, dude. Either way, uh, Fias goes to wake her up because oh. she says that out loud. Nice. Out loud. And Fias laughs at that. Fair. Yeah, I mean, it is probably a joke. It's not something I expect from Elvie. She didn't really have this. Uh, this is more of a um, Avasarla quote. This would be a good one for uh, that quote it's uh, of, game. It's out of left field for her. Um. But she's she's more pissed that her sex dream with James Holden got interrupted uh, thinking, by Fias, which is poetic. Can I, yes. Can I interrupt? Can I interrupt? What can you think? I'm thinking some people, when they get woken up, are not the same person that they <laughs> normally are. Wow, you've changed. I think I think LV is one of those people where if you the one thing that you like don't want to do to this person is wake them up because I feel like it's that's a lot of when people. they are the absolute. Government. I know, but most people aren't like like crazy crazy but like i can see like certain yeah, there are yeah. certain people who just hate being woken up in any regards and i think maybe lv is one of them and fires would know this this is why he laughs this is why it isn't like a weird like response from her <laughs> he laughs because he's like oh yeah classic lv I've, I've been hanging out with her for three years i know that when she gets woken up it she, she fucking loses her mind she will pee down my neck she uh, <laughs> um yeah <laughs> Either way, uh, Fias has a kind of good reason to wake her up. The moon, the moons are glowing, and one one is melting. I hate when that happens. I hate it in midair, uh, which isn't isn't great. Um, and then Elvie's first response to this is, "Has anyone told Holden that is what's important right now? We must is- tell James Holden." To which Fias is it. like, "Why the fuck?" <laughs> Are you going to tell James Holden about this? One, he's probably already seen it. Two, like, what is he? What is he gonna do? Like, what? <laughs> what's what's the what's the game plan here? He's gonna fuck the moon. Yeah. So Fires is is pretty upset at this. Uh, I, again, we see. I I think we all see what's going on here. Fires likes LV. LV has this weird obsession with James Holden. Um, and it's frustrating, Fias. He's the good guy. He's the he's in the friend zone right now. Oh no, he's the nice guy. He is the nice guy. He's like, oh no, I do. And like, LV even. I mean, we'll get to it later in this chapter. She says like a lot of nice things about Fias. She's like, oh yeah, Fias is really good at that, and oh yeah, Fias really like uh, knows how to make me laugh and stuff like that. Um, so this is like the ultimate like nice guy 
book on like which is hilarious well i mean it it all works out maybe who knows he gets super salty though which is the classic sign of classic nice guy it's the classic nice guy where he's like i because i'm I'm nice i deserve for you i deserve this This yeah so yeah that's not not great don't do that if don't do that you're in this situation but um i don't know it's it's uh it is what it is so LV again against the the better wishes of Fias uh goes on his way to see him holding um on her way there she sees Yasik uh who she can tell he's packing um and is is also on his way to see Holden she deduces um well well she kind of confronts him she's like hey are you on your way to see Holden too in like a cheerful manner even though she knows he's like he probably wants to kill Holden. Um, and he's basically Yasik is like, yeah, he, he, he stole my dad or whatever. Um, to which Elvie says, Oh, did you, maybe you can go talk to him. And this, you can tell like just hasn't really crossed Yasik's mind. he's like, what do you mean? Um, and he's like, yeah, let's go talk and see if we can, uh, get, get Holden to talk to your dad. Uh, so she, Diffuse that situation pretty well, yeah. uh, if I do yeah. say so myself. And she, this is also when she thinks Fias would be really good at this. He's good at talking to kids, so uh, the nice guy. Wow, funny, he likes <laughs> kids, he's a great guy, he's so smart. Yeah, gotta go for douchebag Holden, uh, though. God him, damn it, himbo, <laughs> himbo Holden. Uh, uh, this makes me like Holden more for some reason. I don't know why. I like. <laughs> well, Holden is also he like doesn't quite put it together. Like he kind of does. No. Like you can see the gears like turning, and at the end he does. But in he's kind of oblivious at at the beginning, which is super um, funny because in the beginning, in the very in book one, it was clear that he was not oblivious in this way most of the time. But I right. think maybe he's. I think grown he's just like a little bit. backing it out. I think also too when you're not looking for it like if he holds yeah. in a relationship he's not like looking you yeah. then you're not gonna see the clues right Man, you're I'm just sure. like yep yep you're just going along with it um also he's 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 pretty stressed yeah like he has bigger things to worry about than this lv crushing crushing on him and having sex dreams about him uh so yeah they go in um and asks if he can talk to his dad of course holding agrees even offers to uh, put his phone on the network, uh, so that's cool. Um, and they talk, LV and Holden and them talk a little bit about uh, the planet waking up. Um, LV likens it to hibernating. Um, and he's she's saying, like, why aren't we seeing things uh, wake up a lot more? Like, there's probably a lot more that we aren't seeing, right. and that is concerning uh for all parties involved so yeah there's uh a little concern uh we get more of holden's a good guy and uh we got so many nice guys in this chapter he's a nice Please. guy he's a n- <laughs> uh and lv yeah lv may have uh just saved holden i mean amos probably could have disarmed a little kid with a gun but uh and amos even says like after because Yasik leaves after holding agrees and and uh and 
Amos says, you know that 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 kid was packing, right? And Holden's like, yep. <laughs> yep, I knew. So they were they were way ahead of it. I'm sure he would have been fine, but uh still a uh, a better a better outcome than the little dude trying to kill Holden and then maybe getting imprisoned himself. Uh so good on Elvie for that. It's a good thing mm. she did go to see Holden. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, <laughs> I just put in here the wake up out of your sleep meme. The, the pastor going, wake up, wake up, out of your sleep. I just pictured that when they were talking about the... the that's what uh, Miller's doing to the to the planet. <laughs> that's uh, I should post that no, meme no. To, uh, no, no. to to Reddit or the or the Twitter or the... Put it on our Instagram. Patreon. Wake up, wake up. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I'm in. I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm going to make it. Our, our, our super active... Twitter. I'm put it I'll put it on uh I'll put it on Reddit. It'll get like 10 10 upvotes. Sure. Uh everyone will love it and then they'll come listen to our podcast and we'll have more friends. Wow. That's all we Nameless. need. Nameless. Uh um, what if we don't upload every 2 weeks? Hey, we're getting there. We're close. Don't, don't it's, tell them about that. I think that. it's been a month. Has it been don't a month? Don't tell them about that. It's pretty close. It's been at least 3 weeks. Not good. Yep. We'll get there. We'll get there, guys. Yeah, la- last week was 3 weeks. Dang. <laughs> All right, sure. we're trying. He's trying. <laughs> uh, we're doing our best, okay? Uh, okay, next. Wake up. Oh, yeah, you wrote that right in wake your notes. Up, wake, wake up. up. <laughs> that was on top of the mind. Okay, chapter 25, Baja. Baja's hanging out on the ops deck of the Rosanante. Uh, Alex tells him that there is a call coming in from his son, Yasek, on the planet. Uh, they talk for a bit, just kind of classic, like awkward father son talk when you don't really know this, this, this conversation really, uh, I, I really felt this conversation. I've had this conversation <laughs> many times. Um, like, Oh, you know, how's it going? Good. Got a game. <laughs> nice. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the one thing that Vaja like really is trying to like nail home here though to Yasek is like, hey, you've got to take care of your mom. She will, she will not sleep enough. She will do, she will try and do medical things too long, and she won't sleep. You need to make sure that she sleeps and that she chills. And uh, he's like, okay, like all right, you know, classic. Like you know, he's like what twelve or something. He's not that old. Um, but he gets a little serious. But then you know, he ends up, he ends up, they hang up. Um, and they uh, they stop the com- they end the conversation. Mm-hmm. Kind of sad, kind of sad, but they say goodbye. Goodbye. Um, Flash is not doing well after this combo for a little bit, but uh, he he eventually kind of relaxes and he heads up to Alex in the uh, what's it called? The just up in the. The cockpit. The cockpit. Cockpit. Alex is hanging out. In the and cockpit. As one does. As pilots do. Um, Baja sits down in the gunner's chair. All the buttons are turned off. So, But he sits down. He's got a nice little seat. Uh, Alex shows him the kind of zoomed in view of first landing. The town. And they, you can just see it. They also take a look at that moon that is uh, you know, in full meltdown. Literally just a big old melting moon in space. I'm not really sure what this is. It is the moon melting, melting and raining down, or is the is the liquid like flying around? What is what exactly I, I don't does think this? So. Like? I think it's just melting. 
is it, it melting in orbit? Down, but I don't think it's like it's is not it, like raining. Is it melting into orbit? Yeah, yeah. So it's like spreading out. No, I think it's like going away. I don't know, man. You're asking a lot it's of questions. Melting into They're, nothing. Yeah, I mean, into like it's like when you burn something, it goes into the air as like carbon. I was picturing like a melting marshmallow type. I mean, I think that's what's going on, but it's glowing red and melting. Probably Mm -hmm. both. Okay. Well, I don't know if that solved the end. I don't know if that solved it for me, but it's um. They're checking out that melting moon. (laughs) That's you know it's doing it's doing it and um. Amos calls in quick, and uh, they do a quick check in. Alex, like, yeah, we gotta threaten these boys over on the Edward Israel soon here. And uh, they hang up, and then uh, this whole Baja Alex conversation is kind of awkward. My read of this is that Alex is picking up on Baja's like "woe is me" vibes. Like he's like, when they talk about the the threats to the Edward Israel, Baja's like, "Wow, it's nice that you guys can at least threaten them about eh. Naomi." Like I can't do anything about my wife and kids, and Alex's like, "Oh Jesus Christ." Um, my guy, but um, Alex, as a result of this awkwardness, Alex launches into a story about his wife, <gasps> who we learn is named was named Alyssa. This is a new story. This is a little. This, this is the lore. most backstory on a character that like this we'll is have deep lore. We learn that Alex was you know we know we know this, but he's in the Martian Navy for twenty years. His his wife was with him for twenty years, and she was the software engineer. On Mars, he would, you know, go on his long trips, you know, however many days, 200 days, 300 days on one of the space naval vessels and then be back for a certain amount of time, like a tour. Um, And then him and his wife would hang out, you know, they had a great time, but then he would have to go back. And he was in the Navy for 20 years and she they were to they stayed together that whole time. He like he retired. And then, you know, they had it good for a little bit, but he he got that itch again and it kind of fell apart. He he that after this, he said he couldn't stay in Mars. He had to be flying. He that was that's like he realized that he just literally could not stay. He had to be on a ship. So he signed up for the Canterbury. An ice hauler that was going on a five year round trip. So assumedly him and his wife are now uh, officially done. But the message is like, Alex is the way he is. His wife is the way she is. They wanted different things and it didn't work out. And Alex says, you know, I fucked up and it's my fault. I own that. And he's like, you, Baja, fucked up and it's your fault and you have to own that. <laughs> Baja's <laughs> like, ah, oh, no, no, my feelings. <laughs> ah. He's like, in, he's, you know, in mental pain a little bit. Uh, he was, I don't think he was ready for the, the truth. The, the, you can't the, handle the, the table, truth, Baja. The tables to turn. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, the boss is like, all right, um, okay, I do this. Okay, I accept this kind of, you know, I'm not like, that's not how it goes in the book. But, mm. you know, he's like, all right, I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, Alex says that what he did decide after the saga with, you know, him essentially leaving his wife after an, an unhappy uh, situation where he wasn't flying. He's flying sexual. Um, <laughs> he, you know, he decided that, like, I will never, I will never do that again. 
And liar. Sorry, I keep going. Wow. Wow, is that was that a spoiler? Maybe. Watch out. Who knows? You better be careful. There's spoilers for both the books and the show in here. I'm, <laughs> hey, that doesn't come on, man. <laughs> Turn, turning that on me. Um, but yeah, Alex, like I will never I, I'm deciding I decided after that to never let someone down that I care about again. I mean and that's kind of fair. Chapter. So um yeah, we get a lot of Alex backstory. Um definitely a definitely makes sense for Alex's character. Um and it does I don't know. I don't know if I have a whole lot of of additional insight. I mean it it explains why Alex is the way he is. He loves flying. It's what he's done his whole life. He couldn't sit still and it was making him really unhappy. So he made a choice and it was a bad and he didn't it was a good it was the right choice for him but it was also very cruel to his wife and he knows that. So that's just what he lives with now. Mm. Sad. Sad. What are you going to do? Cry. You're going to fly on the ice hauler for five years. That's what he's going to do. Wow, he'd still be there if it wasn't for... Really? Has it not been five years since the first book? Um, Probably. I don't know. Have they set a timeline? It's been a I while. No I actually have no idea. Well, I mean, it's like at least a year to get there, so it's like, there's that. Oh, and then... dude, it's got to be more than five years. They flew out to Uranus. <laughs> they were out there. Well, they were already yeah, at Uranus. Uranus. And then they... Sorry, that's my Midwestern accent coming out. Um, what about? And it? then they flew out to the other place. Yeah, but it wasn't. They were they were pretty close already, though. Like a lot of that trip is getting to. I don't think they ever say like a specific time, but it's definitely been years. Five years seems like a good guess. Maybe a little longer. Because it was like a couple years after the... How long after the first book was The Ring? And then how long after The Ring? I gotta watch for spoilers here. Yeah, you gotta gotta be careful, man. You can't just go willy-nilly all searching that. I'm doing it. Book one happens in approximately 2,350. Book four is happening approximately two, three, five, six. So about six years. So we were actually pretty close. Oh, cool. We did it. Also, that's not based on anything either. So whatever. Um, What are we doing now? Oh, another chapter? Yes, sir. More Havelock. I got two Havelock chapters. Not bad. Yes, you did. Uh, so apparently the vibes are weird on the ship after Naomi was captured. Um, everybody was like, uh, Detroit versus everybody vibe of, of like, wow, they're really trying to come up at us like that. They think they can mess with the RCE. Not on my watch. (laughs) Get him a headlock. Um, the, you did you tell him about the Alex note? Did you talk about that? I tell him. Tell him about what? No, but, that happens in this one. That happens in this chapter. No, he does it at the end of the last chapter. No. Um, no, he does it. In, they they go over it. He sends it in this chapter. Guarantee you. No, he sent it last chapter. They they they, they he watches it. But either way, Alex sends out a note that basically says, "Yeah, wait, I said that." He's he said he was going to threaten them. Yeah, he definitely does the threat, I thought. 
in the last chapter. Either way, they no, send out he the says threat. He's about, he's about to. No, 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 no. After, after I don't he talks, believe it. literally, literally, it just said that. I just read impossible. It. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I just, I'm not taking the, I'm not taking the fall for this one. I'm looking it up. I'm looking in the book right I'm now. What do you mean you're book. looking it up? Um, I'm looking it up. When he talks to, when he talks to Amos, when he talks to Amos. Either way, he sends a message that basically says, "If you touch Naomi, we're gonna blast you out of the sky," um, which is which is fun. The uh, the captain he talks with the captain about this, uh, who says, "Yeah, that was a lovely note. Basically, if Naomi gets a cold, they blow us up. Uh, if Naomi is unhappy, they blow us up." Uh, so yeah, pretty pretty good threat uh the captain is definitely on the he's like hey man i just want to get out of here <laughs> and i want my ship to be alive so how about we just give her back and then get the f out of here um but the captain of course knows that's that's not gonna happen uh especially with Murchy running the guns um so he's like well it? this uh here i am that's where i would be getting, i'm on that man's team. getting in threatened to be blown up or something I don't even want to be a part of. Uh, so, yeah, not not good. Um, the militia is like, hey, this is prime time. We can go get the Rosinante. There's only one person up there who knows what's going on, uh, which is actually kind of fair. But um, yeah, I don't. I think the Rosinante would still be able to blow them up, even if uh, they like surrounded. The, I don't like. What are you gonna? You're like a person. That thing has like nukes. Uh, so yeah, Havok is is saying no thank you uh to the, to that plan. Uh they're keeping Naomi in a drunk tank cell um with with no guard really. Which honestly, I'm a little surprised that there's not um a risk to Naomi's safety. Like I get Naomi's not going anywhere, but somebody like we we just got done saying like the rc people are like yeah fuck everybody we gotta like this is our house <laughs> i don't know um like are, is no one really not gonna try to kill naomi like i think it seems plausible that one of those gung-ho militia members would would try to do it um but uh either way uh she's she's just there uh havelock notes how naomi was really good at being alone um like most people would go crazy he would have gone crazy but uh it must be a belter thing uh which kind of makes sense and but fucking have like again though classic that. belters classic yeah. belter racism going on here we love it that's we love just, it from have luck that's just what you do that's um, just how they that's just how they are thanks that, <laughs> great true uh but he goes uh he goes down to to talk to Naomi um and and says hey you should you should go tell your crew to like not blow us up like they're being mean um and, and Naomi kind of explains you know I could say some things but they're not going to listen and Holden's freaking crazy man so you better uh you better watch out um she specifically says like he it'll take him a while but he's eventually going to do something crazy to try to like get me back or like control the situation like 
Um, so it's it's uh, stuff's gonna go down. You just wait and see. Um, and this kind of like sways Havelock. He's kind of like, hmm, yeah, maybe we should just give this prisoner back. Uh, and I think he would have, but he calls Murtry and and he doesn't even like flat out say it he doesn't say like hey i think think we should give her back but he's like hey i'm considering what to do about this whole prisoner thing and then mercury basically is like are you dumb we have the a member of the rosinante the wife to holden is are they are they married i don't think they're married married. either way the significant other to to holden on our ship uh like we're, we're not giving that card up and like she's in jail you're not like we're not we're not forcing the hole there here you they are um and and basically says like don't don't call me with stupid questions ever again (laughs) he doesn't say that but he says it with his his body language um and then havelock is like i guess we can't give her up uh naomi apparently hears all this because the walls are paper thin they even make another another uh another reference to to peeing She's like, can you hear me peeing here? And Havelock says, yes. Uh, makes sense to me. Um, then they they talk a little bit about... It comes up that, that Holden um, was like one of the only people to go to escape Eros and do like a bunch of other crazy stuff. Go on that ship with a bunch of zombies. Like he's gonna, he's gonna find a way. He's like the taken, the taken guy. Um... <laughs> To Havelock's like, you know, he's not the only one to escape Eros. It's like, my partner did too. And then it clicks to Naomi that Havelock knows Miller. And it's like, whoa, you know Miller? Wow. The universe is such a small place. Um, I don't think Havelock could... No, he doesn't get to see Miller. That wouldn't make sense. Uh, so yeah, we get we get that fun realization. And then it ends with Havelock... <laughs> snapping at Naomi and it says like raising his voice yelling pretty much we aren't the bad ones here you know uh which I, I I wrote this like if you're if you have to yell at somebody in jail that you aren't the bad guys you might need to reevaluate yourself there bud Avalok having an are we the baddies uh, moment I'm yeah that's you gotta do also, a little introspection there a lot of questions being asked that are answered by my t-shirt that says we are not the bad guys we're not the bad guys excuse <laughs> me people in jail just a reminder we are not the bad guys <laughs> tell your love people it. to stop being mean love it uh yeah just uh pretty pretty cringe there from mr havelock but he, he makes up for it um still i think he's not a good guy at this point in time uh pretty clear to see um uh oh yeah and holden does like the classic remind me parts of the caribbean where naomi's like holden will always do what he says he's going to do (laughs) and then it just reminded me of uh of captain captain jack sparrow (laughs) she's like see you can always trust a liar to lie but you can't trust the normal person yeah so we all know holden's gonna do the right thing which i guess in this case murder everyone to get to naomi that's always the right thing. That's always the it right thing. It makes sense to me. Like you can't argue with that bad boy. Mm-mm. Uh Mm-mm. so yeah. We'll uh we'll see if that happens. Uh everybody's laid their cards out. I mean And the last card layer is coming up. 
Elvi? In chapter 27. Elvi's the last card layer? No, the planet. Oh. What? The environment. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there's some cards being laid. All right. The cards are down. Lay them out. Lay them out there. Out to be. It's a long one. Um, Bring chapter it 27. Elvi. Um, she's hanging out. She is, you know, straight chilling outside the school. Uh, there's a huge amount of what she thinks look like butterflies flying around. It's like a, it's like a school of fish flying around. They're like light blue, I believe. Um, it's like flying like right, like, like she's like surrounded by it. Like they're like brush, the wings are brushing against her. Like she's in this, this swarm. Um, she finds, she finds one that's like looking on the ground that looks like it died maybe. Um, cause there's like, I mean, there's like thousands of these from what I understand, like just like huge, huge, huge. Um, this, the swarm flies plaster. And she grabs one that looks like it may have died and she stabs it with her science machine. And, um, it shoots the, (laughs) I don't know what else to call that thing. It shoots (laughs) the needles into the, the dead things and it, and it, and it does the science. Uh, and when she does this on this little butterfly thing, she gets a big old error. The machine's like, I cannot, I don't know what this is. Why did you give me this disgusting food? And it spits it out. She's like, that's not good. I don't have that many of these scanners. <laughs> let's let's make sure that nothing's wrong with this. She runs diagnostics. It comes back clean. The machine is working perfectly fine. And a second thought forms in the back of her mind. Oh, no, maybe this isn't an animal. Maybe this is a proto-molecule machine type thing. And she's like, aha, that doesn't seem good. Um, <laughs> I'm in danger. And she... <laughs> She runs back to the person that she wants to talk with the most, Baez. She brings it back to him to God discuss. Uh, <laughs> you like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm hilarious. And um, Baez is like shaving, I believe. Baez is going absolutely through it <laughs> right now. It seems like. Um, is was he shaving? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. But Elvie's like, what? Like this is not good. This isn't an animal. There, like a lot of shits happening. Like what the hell is going on? And as she's doing this, like Fias is like, uh, hi. What do you need? Okay, yes. Uh, Lucy Merton was looking for you, and um, <laughs> Elvie keeps trying to explain the science stuff. And Fias is like, Elvie, I don't know. Like, what do you want? Like, I don't. I don't understand. Like, you gotta either you gotta ask me a question or you gotta move on. Um, and LB says, like, how am I supposed to make sense of all this if if the rules keep changing and I and I don't understand what the hell's happening here? And Fires is like, I I get that because you know it's happening to all of us right now because LB's the biologist, right? And Fires is the like geologist type dude. They all have, they all have different specialties yep. for the most part. Um. Baez is like, there's a ton of volcanic activity on their side of the island, but there are no tectonic plates on this planet, so I don't understand why, what is causing these this volcanic activity. It makes no sense. Uh, similar to your butterflies. He mentions one of their co-workers, Michaela, uh, who studies the light, I guess? Uh, she <laughs> studies something related to light. Um, maybe like waves? And, I don't know. Um... But he says that she 
There's a pattern in the ultraviolet light that reaches the ground here. Uh, it doesn't exist before the sunlight hits the exosphere, but it hits atmosphere. Some weird patterns happen, and then it's and then it's in the air, and we don't know what we don't know what the hell is going on with that. And then he says a sentence that I have no idea what the hell this means. Sudyam, Sudyam's work group has what they think might be complex molecules that incorporate stable transuranics. I don't I don't even know what Classic. the fuck that means. But like I, he's these guys are like, how does that even work? And Fai's like, I don't even know. So they're you know <laughs> basically he's like. Everyone's like dealing with fucked up shit right now, so I cannot help you because I I don't know what's going on in my own field of specialty. Like I don't have a clue what's going on in, in your field of specialty. Type yeah. thing. I don't have I, I don't really have any advice because we're all freaking out at this point, basically. Um LV is getting is like, ooh, this is weird. And she's like, she starts a sentence, I have to, and Faya says, Tell Holden, I know. So Faya's is salty. Bad. Um, but I was like, no, I was gonna say research this a little, review the data. Um and then yeah. to Holden. And then to Holden, maybe. But um Fias is they have a little bit more conversation. Um LV asks if he's alright. And Faya says, I'm great, spiffy. Thanks for asking. He's being, you know, he's like clearly not alright. I, I think that Fias in general is he's that meme he's going through it basically he's like the ben affleck meme when ben affleck just looks disappointed in various stages of life um i i think that Faya's more clearly than lv right now or at least is showing a little bit more like he knows that the situation they're in is getting weirder and weirder and a lot of people have died already and it's not looking good for anyone here and maybe LV just doesn't sh- think that in the same way, like yeah. far into the future. Fias clearly like is like very doom and gloom at this point. He's just like I. I think he's maybe realizing like I just don't think we're gonna make it. That to me is what is going through Fias's brain, on top of some of the resentment he feels towards LV um, for not returning the, uh, you know, the romantic interest stuff. So I, I don't think LV. LV clearly does not pick up on a lot of this stuff uh, at all. Like, like in a real kind of like kind of impressive way, how ignorant she is of like, like I think maybe some of the, mm-hmm. some of her coworkers feelings, but um, yeah, after, um, after this conversation, he does tell her, you know, Hey, make sure you go see Dr. Martin. She looked very worried. So after this, LV, she meets up with uh, Lucia, who is sitting in her little doctor's office and there is a boy on the table with his mother. Um, it's the eye infection boy that we keep hearing randomly about. Right, right. Um, and he's he's back. His eyes are hurting. This time, though, everything is tinted green. Everything is very green in the eyes. And they're looking in his eye. They're very red. LV sees something move. In the vitreous humor, like in that in that liquidy inside space of your eye, not a good thing if you have organisms in there living. And this is kind of one of the things that they are afraid about when you're introducing different two different biologies and environments to each other. Like you can have these kind of like, oh, I can live in here. This is kind of nice. And, you know, we're not used to it. Um, But Lucia and Elvie, they they're looking at this stuff. 
uh, the his irises are not reacting to light, so it's clear that uh, his vision is is very messed up. Um, like there's light is not getting through in the way that it should. Um, uh, his mother looks very angry in the corner. Doesn't like Alvi. Lucia does tell her that her husband, or no, I'm sorry, her wife was killed by RC. I'm assuming just a few days ago or a week ago. So that's why she does not like Elvie, which makes sense. So Elvie and Lucia, though, kind of discuss like what's going on here. Uh, you know, they. Lucia's guess is that this the, the thing that is in uh, this little boy's eye, Jason's eye, uh, was likely in like rainwater or something. He may have rubbed his eye with some rainwater. It got in there. It decided, you know, oh, this is nice. I will multiply uh, and take over the eye. Uh, Lucia says that the infections up to this point were not, were like similar biological things that she could deal with, but this one is something new and very scary. Uh, she doesn't think it's contagious um, because I don't, she says we're just as new to it as it is to us. Uh, and it very likely evolved to spread in open air and water because it's not used to like human bodies so um it's not really like a contagious disease it's literally just like an organism that is living in this kid's eye at this point so uh they don't know what's gonna happen to the eyesight they're like we literally don't know we have to tell people to not go outside when it's raining um (laughs) lucia asks alvi to call the lab back home for help Internally, Elvie's like, oh, no, no, not going to do that. But thank God, because I literally would have been so mad at Elvie if she did anything else. Elvie's like, yes, I will. I will call them. I, you know, I'll try and get their help. Um, and um, they, they do discuss like, hey, like, have you told Carol about this? Blah, blah, blah. Lucy is like, yes, I told Carol uh, about my suspicions. However, we do need to tell the third side. And Elvie's like, ah, shit. You could. You don't have to tell me twice. And Elvie agrees to go tell Holden about the eye uh, green. Hell yeah. The eye, the eye green stuff. Um, and the third part of this chapter, we get another little section. Elvie goes to talk to Holden about the eye infections. And she has the, hound ta- the town hall. Uh, Holden, Amos kind of grabs her. Not grabs her, but Amos kind of like herds her away from Holden. Holden is on the phone, clearly listening to a message that is uh, very clearly from Avasarla because it's it's got some great turns of phrases in there, and I want to find it and read it. A woman's voice came from the terminal, crackling and sharp, uh, and it says, I'll squeeze all the balls I can get my hands around until mm-hmm. someone starts crying, but it will take time, and I know you're thinking of taking this public because you're fucking stupid, and that is what you always think of. You and publicity are like a 16-year-old boy in boobs. Mm-hmm. Nothing else in your head. So before you even begin, and then it cuts off, and then it goes back to Amos. But that's uh, very clearly the one and only. Christian Abbasala. Um, And it's clear that Holden called or sent a message to Abbasala about Naomi being captured by RCE and taken prisoner. And uh, Abbasala is going to work on it on her end, but there's not much she can do because they are so far, physically far away. Um. But yeah, Amos and Elvie are talking. 
she goes into she almost starts not ranting but she starts like rambling almost because she I, she almost starts having like a minor panic attack because they keep talking about how she starts with we have this problem we have all this stuff waking up some are passing for animals we don't know what's what um i don't know anything about any of this we didn't the biome is starting to invade our bodies we never did a perimeter dome so we can't really get away from it we're all mixed up everything's contaminated everything is accelerating it seems like you know all the scientists and the protomolecule stuff all that stuff seems to be picking up and happening at with increased frequency which is a bad bad sign that stuff isn't going to get better but likely going to get worse um and she basically like says like this is all getting to the point where something bad is going to happen that we are not going to be able to control and we're getting close to that point and Holden does hear this and kind of comes up uh from the side and she's like immediately like oh my god there he is oh my and she god. was doing she was doing that like all chapter like Amos was trying to talk to her but she was just like looking past Amos and listening to Holden talk into the the messaging thing and you know Amos like snapping like hello hello but <laughs> um Holden is here and Holden's like hey are you all right she says I am I'm fine you said something about a crisis what would it look like and she's like I just I don't know but we're we're getting close to one you can feel it I can and I don't think that's a it. I don't think that's a bad there's a lot of things out of their control that are happening more and more frequently, which would not be a comfortable position to be in in an unfamiliar environment like that. There. Cool. Um, Scary. Yeah, just Elvie's so down bad, it's insane. She's She's got something she needs to work on. And she's so bad at relating to people. It's crazy. Yeah, her uh, in any way people skills slash just horrible. social awareness. I don't know. Needs some she's, work. Oh um, my god, it's it's like she's the the trope of like the nerd, the nerdy student that like is an outcast, but like in a way that's really like ugh, like come on, like she's she's not just like a high schooler, you know? She's like an adult. Like you gotta. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like these social skills would have come at some point, but I they clearly have not for her. I guess I don't. I guess I don't know how old she is, but I mean, she's a doctor. She's an adult. She's an adult. I mean, presumably in her thirties, at least. Right. Uh, Either way, yeah. She be struggling. Definitely not her strong suit. The social things. No. Well, Science Tuesday. Absolutely. Uh, we gotta scratch this one off here, because instead of talking about rail guns, which we already talked about, and I forgot, we are gonna talk about the Milky Way galaxy. Hey, that's the one we go. live in, and the local group. Uh, wow. pretty exciting things. Uh, if, yeah, if you aren't familiar, the Milky Way galaxy is the galaxy I just said that we are a part of. Also. Um, I think they mentioned in the book that it's uh, they are somewhere in the Milky Way right now. They just don't know where. Um, they think it's the same the same galaxy anyway. So that's interesting to note. But uh, I mean, it kind of makes sense. I'm not e- either way. Well, I'm gonna say it. They're in the same galaxy. Uh, the Milky Way is a freaking 
freaking large guy. Uh, estimated number of stars is 100 to 400 billion, which is just a mind-boggling number. Because um, then, presumably, those stars have planets, and so that means there's a lot more planets. There's just a lot of stuff out there. Uh, and that's, again, only this galaxy, and then there's billions of galaxies um but either way we'll keep going before we jump into that uh man the sun the sun's galactic rotational period is 212 million years that's kind of wild it's like the dinosaurs lived and died before we were they went around weird um the we're apparently i don't know how we figured this out this pretty wild uh the milky way as a whole is moving at approximately 600 kilometers per second with respect to extra galactic frames of reference which i just assume means every other something else in the universe they can hold on to um and they estimate that all the oldest stars in the milky way are nearly as old as the universe itself um so it it, it essentially was one of the og galaxies which uh, makes sense. Uh, it also has a theorized supermassive black hole in the center that is approximately four, uh, four million solar masses. Is that what that means? I don't know. That's don't crazy. Think. So a solar mass is the the mass of the sun, um, which is no. approximately two to the ten. That seems two times of, 10 to the 30 kilograms. It's kind of self-centered. Uh, I mean, I think we do that with everything. Mm. But that's... that's I'm going to start weighing things. I'm going to start weighing things based on one Ben. One. <laughs> oh, that's what it's about a Ben? That's about how half a Ben. How many Bens do you weigh? How much is that one? in Bens? Also, the volumes yeah. of things. I think that... That's a good idea. The volume? Yeah. Why is that the one that's a good idea that comes to your head? Volume uh, seems hard to... It, it is, but you could do it. You just get in a bathtub and then measure how much the displays. But, like, how much... How What... what? Why would I be measuring liquids? Nah, the much? gas... Of, the price of gas went up a lot. It went... Oh, about, I, gotta, I, gotta put about, I gotta put about six bends in my tank. <laughs> do you think it'd be that much? How many, how many gallons uh, do you think a human body is? Well, I guess you're right. It, how, my tank holds like 13 gallons. That's probably about one Ben, actually. You think? You think I it's think less? it's at least three. You think it's two Bens? I think it's at least three Bens. I'm, gallon... I'm thinking about the size of a gallon of milk. Uh, approximately eight gallons of body water. That's okay. interesting. So, yeah. so but then that's bends. only 50% of their body weight. So... But I mean, like volume, it doesn't. Sixteen gallons. About... You're right. It'd be wait. Wow. This doesn't make this doesn't make any sense. I don't believe that. Whatever. So I'm just thinking about, about the size bag. of a milk a milk jug compared to my body. Seems like it'd be like. Yeah, 15. I tried That's to do that right. too, but it, I don't. The humans are notoriously bad at judging volume. Yeah, volume's tough. It's hard. We're bad at the third dimension. I feel like visual spatial stuff can be okay, but liquids are liquids are make it really hard. Liquids are not good. Liquids are not good. Um, something something of fun to note. 
have I have I talked about this before on the cast? Maybe I have. Um, but the so the the Milky Way Galaxy is of course in the local group, uh, which is comprised of notably the Andromeda Galaxy, which I'm sure most people have heard is going to collide with the Milky Way Galaxy at some point. I mean everything in the local group will come out, collide at some point. Um, and the reason they call it the local group is because it's everything that, um, how do I say this? Mass has overcome the, whatever dark energy is moving the rest of the galaxies apart. So everything that's not in the local group is actually getting farther away from us. Oh, but um, everything within it is, is not getting farther away. will eventually collide into a single point. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like everything, because- in the local group is close enough that gravity is um, stronger than whatever force is moving Uh, everything apart. So we know that other galaxies are moving away really fast. We don't know why we call it dark matter, dark energy. Um, But everything in the local group is either staying constant or getting closer. So that tells us like there's a point in with at the center of the local group that we're moving towards. Right. Yeah. So eventually, like if you just go out to infinity, it's like everything will combine into a single point eventually in the local right. group. But there's but there's something pushing big at the center of the local group. Am I thinking about that right? Not no? necessarily. It's like if okay. it's like the well not big but dense. No. Not, no, not because how... it's more like it's more like a bunch of masses. It's kinda of like how like solar systems can have Three. Oh, we're just coming together because yeah, of yeah. like uh, it's just like all uh, the masses are like swirling uh, around and will eventually come together so i think specifically the andromeda galaxy which is bigger than the milky way and milky Big. way galaxy are kind of rotating each other they're like a yeah th- like that a, makes like sense a, like, like a twin like, sun like how the moon uh, in like affects us the earth yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah pretty yeah, much yeah, yeah. so i guess you could say yeah, but I think it's a little different because they're similar sizes or, like, at least yeah, yeah, on the yeah. same magnitude. Um, so they're kind of rotating each other. And they're also, like, smaller galaxies, but they're, like, a lot smaller. So, like, the third largest galaxy is, like, a third of the size of the Milky Way. What a loser. And then there's a bunch of little ones that they just call, like, dwarfs and, like, baby clusters, which I think it's have... Embarrassing. You're you're a baby. Um <laughs> But yeah, so the main ones are, I mean, we're really the big boys here. The the, uh, The bullies, um, you would say. The bullies, the Milky Way and um, Andromeda. Uh, So we're the cool kids. A lot of these, they didn't even name that well. I've always said that the spiral is the the dominant form of galaxy. Yeah, and a lot of these galaxies that they put in the local group are just named and and then a number. I'm not sure why. And I'm not sure if they're technically galaxies. It's it's Andromeda 1, 2, and 3. Is that what you're looking at? Oh, is that what that means? Yeah. I'm Am I an idiot? That. I mean, there's a there's lot a, of them. There's a few that are like NGC 185, NGC 147, but like most of them have like a full name. Oh, interesting. Andromeda, there's, there's Andromeda Galaxy, and then there's also Andromeda 2, 3, and 1, uh, which are all very close to the Andromeda Galaxy. Pegasus Dwarf? Galaxy, the Wolf Lundmark Malote, the Aquarius Dwarf Galaxy, Whoa. a lot of, a lot of the Sagittarius Dwarf Galaxy, Irregular Galaxy. That was not even normal. Why are you? Yeah, you're not allowed cool. in here. You're That's not so even cool. normal. <laughs> I bet Havelock wouldn't like him. 
wild. Uh, but yeah, pretty wild. And what is wild and maybe sad is so eventually everything's moving away. Eventually, we will see nothing in the night side besides what's in the local group. Seems wild because everything is moving away. So, and a lot of the things we see in the night sky are are the Milky Way galaxy, but then there's also other galaxies that we see uh, in the whole universe that are moving away. And if they continue to move away, will um eventually go away. So eventually, we could see like. Not much out there, which could be mm. sad. I'm already preparing for the, the collision with Andromeda. Yeah, we're going to go to war. I'm forming a militia as we speak. Uh, Nothing will go wrong. No, <laughs> militia. <laughs> it's true. We got it. Well, I mean, they kind of we got to have our own little little war going on here because uh, they have a bunch of little baby galaxies around them and then we have yeah, a bunch well, of little baby galaxies around us. It's clear that the, you know, we have the I, center, we have the capitals with the surrounding cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, this this is, is kind of a Civ game. I think this, this is, is kind of a Civ a game. a little bit of a Civ game. When are they going to collide? Two... How many billions of years do we have to get this, get this in order? At least two. At least Maybe two. three. Nice. So we got ready. we got some time, uh, but they they kind of have the bigger guns here. They have the bigger galaxy. They have it looks like more dwarf right. galaxies. They have the third largest galaxy also in satellite around them. But oh, it looks like that one's just kind of passing by. Hmm, that's kind of funny. It looks hey, like that one's on a big orbit. He's just looking. He just likes to watch. The bigger the bigger uh, the bigger boat doesn't always win. Mm, is that, that is that the uh, the euphemism we're going with? That's that's what I've always boat. said. There's always a that's, bigger boat. That's and, what my grandpa always said. That's uh, it's fair, balanced. Um, but I guess the main thing to get out of this is the the it's it's a big world out there. Well, um, so don't sweat it, it buddy. And, and sextons a sextons b galaxies what does that even mean those are just galaxies they're just in our group oh they're they're part of the gang that's gonna go mess up andromeda mm. yep sad a large Mag- magellanic cloud is also one of them oh galactic bodies is that a galaxy or is that something else the fourth largest member of the group yeah <laughs> Ah, oh. the fourth largest satellite of the, oh satellite of the Milky Way. Welcome, oh, yeah. you're welcome. We have the fourth largest. No, we're not. No, no, we have the fourth. So we're oh, the, we have the fourth it's, largest. It's two galaxy. and four versus one and three. That's like there's wow. no there's that's a close fight. That's not that's not, not really. What do you mean? Two and four versus one and three. So you're telling me like the fourth best person? Like we're picking teams here. Think about March Madness. Think yeah. about March Madness. I'm thinking about two and it. four and a one and three, four v one and a two v three. That's a coin flip. You never, you don't know who's going through those games. <laughs> I guess so. Maybe. I mean, I, I have an idea, but I'm gonna click on one of these. And the wow, some of these galaxies were not discovered that long ago. This one and Andromeda eight was discovered in 2003. Like these are. These are There's new boys. Like, There's up to like 
A lot of them. There's a lot now. And now we got that that telescope. They're also discovering ultra faint dwarf spheroidal galaxies. Okay, we could we could. I think Wait, we need to wrap this we're up. We're out. We're out of here. All right. <laughs> we, we could name we could name galaxies forever. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's it. Or oh, who is your employee of the week? Employee of the week, frick. Uh, who is an employee, and what did they do this week? Uh, I would, I kind of want to say Elvi. Uh, Why? Holden did a pretty good job. Fias, but I don't know if I want to give it to Fias because just he's kind of cringe. He's Havelock isn't sadly isn't great. We could give it to Captain. What's his face? Just for fun. Uh, the doctor, she's kind of, she's pulling through. Um, yeah, Alex. She could... Yeah. Uh, what else we got? We got the prisoner, the welder boy. Baja. Baja. Jacob. Once, once again, there's no. This book is hard. There's not many employees of the month. There's no good, no good people on both sides. No. <laughs> Uh, it would, it would almost have to be, I don't know, Amos is alive. I mean, we're going to get some employee of the weeks here pretty Yeah, pretty we are. Soon. They're coming up. They're coming up um, shortly. It's not going to be Naomi. She got captured. No. Like but... a baby. It. Like a baby. This... <laughs> Um, like, like a baby. What no, are we? No, for, no further thoughts on that. No, that's it. That's all I got. I, I'm just trying to think, and I'm I, not doing I don't know. Job. Once again, once again, I have no idea who to give employee of the month of the week to. It doesn't make any doesn't make any sense to me. Amos, why I would give any of these people employee of the week? He choked out Murtry. That's kind of cool. Holden, he didn't Holden blow everything almost... up. Holden almost deserves it this week. See, for being generally chill, but like I don't, I still like I struggle giving it to him. He holds it together. This is gonna get it later. Wow, I, Alex, maybe I guess Naomi is cool, so I would literally just give it to Naomi for having a good plan and being cool in general. And then getting hit. I don't know. She should have brought a gun. <laughs> it wasn't her fault. A gun? What was she gonna do? Shoot them? Murder no. them all? Oh my god. That. <laughs> That would have been... I mean, she would be... Mm, I wonder what the optics would be on that, though. Really bad? <laughs> Rosinante really member bad. murders half the scientists. It would be really bad. <laughs> that would be... Yeah, that wouldn't look great. All right. Maybe she shouldn't have brought a gun. All right. We're, I think... You know what? I think we have to give it to Naomi, just because I don't want to give it to anybody else. And she... We give it to Naomi she for... Had to do. Since she's in... This is the, our one chance. She's going to be in it more. But... When else do we give it to her? Has she gotten one yet, ever? No. Oh, yeah, come on. No, what? she hasn't. No way. She has... Oh, she got it the very first one, actually. Good. Uh, but Good. you actually didn't give it to So our very first episode, I gave it to Naomi, and you gave it to Julie. So technically, this will be oh, our first yeah. one. Oh, I mean... Okay, also the second to last one. I love Julie. All right, she had... Naomi has a couple wins here. See? Okay, why would you... You lied. You I just did. lied. I did lie. But we'll, we'll give it to her you, this time. You lied for the sake of the, the narrative. Three time I will never respect you. Champion of <laughs> the guys who did this employee of the month. Naomi, she gets the trophy. Yeah, I mean she's won more than half 
No, she hasn't won more than Holden. Wow, we gave it to Havelock one time. I can't believe you That's let that happen. A stain. A stain on our... I forgot how racist he was. Wow, you gave it to Havelock in the first book, too. He he milkshake ducked us. He, <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's the, I don't know what that he, means. Everyone loves milkshake duck. Milkshake oh, milkshake duck. Milkshake duck. And then I, I regret to inform you that milkshake duck, duck is racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh, Goodbye, everyone. That's going to end it for today. You can support the show at the guys who did this on patreon.com. If you have a correction, comment, or question, uh, email us at the guys who did this at gmail.com. And we did get a nice email. Thank you for sending that in. Yeah, we love the emails and uh, we, we appreciate them and we always, we always answer them. Uh, Maybe it's 16 days later, but that's here. That's not hey, here nor there. We we do it. Uh, and maybe it's five months later, but we always answer them. Uh, the music for this episode was Racing Light by Kilobyte from Night Mode Records. Mm. I took a big drink of water. All right. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>